Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Welcome. For those of you that were with us last week, oh my gosh, what an incredible chapter in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. We covered how to correct mistakes silently. Always allow the person who made a mistake to save face all, all the time. That was the subject that really, really um, gave me power in a leadership role as a parent, in a leadership role as a mother, and a leadership role as, sorry, not as a mother, as a wife in the leadership role as a sales leader, being able to correct silently and allowing them to save face. So I always say to young moms, I say, make sure you're working on catching your kids doing something great. You want to have a James Bond or you want to have a James Z Bondette. If she's a female, your wife, okay, work on catching them doing something great. And when they've done something wrong, let's correct in private. So today, another subject, Marie-Pierre, that really touches home for me, like I was saying in the pre-podcast uh, with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina, it hits home because uh, along my life, my 37 years in my multi-level marketing business, uh, we... Mohammed and I opened up the first franchise in 1989, and I needed to apply what I'll be sharing with you today. In 1996, we opened up a second franchise that they had, they wanted to close in the Ottawa region, and it was an agglomeration. Marie-Pierre, even if I worked on my word yesterday, forget it, okay? It, it, was, it was three franchises that were going in the brinks of destruction. So in the Ottawa area, they, these were three uh, businesses that went from about $5 million to about $100,000. And I had to take that over. Uh, and it was, how do you do it? How do you build where, where you kind of have three families in one house? But my hardest um, experience, the, the one who challenged me the most was in in the year 2000, when I wanted to take a, a, a break from my business of two years because my husband was diagnosed with uh, myelodysplasia and he uh, needed to have a bone marrow transplant. So I said to my president back then, here, Benji's in the house. Give him some food. Give him some, do something. Okay. <laughs> I told her, give him some food, do something. And uh, uh, I asked Tupperware for that. And he said, no, we want you to go back to Montreal so you can stay close to your husband. But, but, it was a but. They actually paid me to do this. But we need you to, uh, the, wor the word he used is save Quebec back then. Because they, uh, the president back then had a vision that the more franchisor there were, or more business leaders there were, the more we would build. But unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. So out of 14 business leader franchises, it, it went down to uh, only four. And they asked me to pick up the, the 10, the 10 that was including the original. So I want you to visualize one family where you're picking up kids from 10 different families. Now, for all of you that are moms out there, I just want you to understand the mess that I was in. So, Marie-Pierre, when I read the chapter last night with you and we, we, we worked on it, I said, oh, my God, Marie-Pierre, this is my chapter. So I'm, hope, I'm hoping you're going to take notes because 
It's very powerful when it comes to your children, what we're going to share this morning. Very powerful when it comes to your spouses. Very powerful if you're in, in working in an office and you want to be able to work with people and build, okay? Not just work with people and get by, actually build something big. Or if, you're own, if you are an owner, an entrepreneur, how do you build big? It's by asking the right questions. It's asking the right questions and you never, ever give an order. Now, for all of those that, of you that are moms, you know how the world has changed. You can no longer tell children, do this. Who was raised with the, with, with the stick, stick and carrot effect? Okay, me too. That's the old school. Today, we can't do that anymore. We, we need to be inclusive. So before we, we go, we dive into the subject, I just want to share with you, if you are not yet in the group Inspirational, Inspirational, the Millionaires of the Diamonds on Facebook, please join. The link is above this podcast that's being um, that's live on Facebook. Number two, if you haven't already registered for the conference on March 6th, please, once you go in the group, the Millionaires of the Diamonds, you'll get the link to register in French or in English. But remember, once you've paid for the conference, you, you, you know, Lise, you're, you're on my podcast in English, and then you come back on my podcast in French, and you know, it's, 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 it's a refresher, and there's always a few things that are different between the English and the French. I know, Carolyn, you too, you, you do both. So once you've registered, don't be shy. Join us in French if you understand French at 8.30, and then come back at 1.30 and join us in English on March 6th. And then there's Podbeam. Thank you for opening up your Podbeam. So if you're on Podbeam, please share it and comment on Podbeam. And for all of those of you live on Facebook, I have it here open, so if you're writing notes, you're answering, you're asking questions. I will be replying as soon as it's Marie-Pierre's turn to uh, speak in the podcast. So whenever you see me looking down, I'm answering my Facebook. Marie-Pierre answers the pod, pod beam and I answer my Facebook. So diving into the subject, uh, I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember like it was yesterday, this franchise that Mohammed and I had to rebuild, reconstruct. And I was, it was a really sad story because what happens with, with, with leadership, if we put people in position that don't have the right leadership or they think they have the right leadership, we, we destroy a lot of lives. I put a beautiful post on my Instagram that talks about leaders that, that destroy livelihoods of people, or again, a, a parent that can destroy the dreams of a, of a child, or a husband or a wife that puts down the husband or the wife once too many times and they lose their belief in themselves. It, it, look, it's a sad. So how do we go here, okay? How do we go here and bring it back to the top, okay? So this is what we're going to cover today. So a quick Resume, resume, uh, resume of the last franchise we purchased. They were 10 that were selling $9 million. When we picked it back up, they were at $300,000. And last year, just to share with you, between 2001, I believe, and, and last year, we closed at $30 million. That's the power of leadership, okay? Now, I know in my, in my field, a lot of people say, oh, I can do what Maria does. I can do what Maria does. Absolutely. 
but you need to put in the work and you need to be hungry. You need to stay hungry. You need to be an eternal student. Okay. I, I always smile when, when people are telling me, <laughs> you know, uh, how they should do things. I always smile because, um, I grew in this business because I'm always a student. I never told my leaders that I know better than them what to do. I always say, if he's the CEO of a company, it's because there's something he knows how to do more than me. And that still is my mentality today. If he's the CEO of the company, it's because there's something I can learn from that individual. So right now I'm learning a lot from the CEO of our new our our new company, literally, it's a new company, right? Since the COVID-19. Okay, so to add this, uh, we needed to remove the hatred of the past. We needed to um, hold them, um, not accountable, but hold them uh, that they have the power to build. Like in my household, uh, my children have the power of decision. So when I want to bring an idea through, I use my son, Hamid, who's the most influential, okay? Same thing. So my first step is, and anything I want to build, is learn all about their families, their past, their past successes, uh, why they started, like in my business, why they started. I absolutely want to learn everything about you. Same thing with my children. When I see something upsets them, I don't talk. I just know how to ask the right questions. And once again, remember, they're 25, 27, 29, and they still come and see Mohammed and I for uh, advice. And I really believe it's because we give them the ability to express themselves, okay? So when they feel they are understood, when they feel you seek first to understand, then they open up their hearts to us. So I remember that the, la the last franchise we purchased, it took me six months. I was sharing with Mary Pia, it was a time I, I was still smoking. I'd be walking around the block with each director individually, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, just asking questions. I never talked. OK, because these were smart people and I, I acknowledge that they were smart, even if they came from a background where they had failed. They each, they each had a different set of unique skills and I learned about their skills and their backgrounds that like they love doing. Same thing in my family. My husband, the same thing. I work on what his skills are and his abilities are. I don't try to impose on him what he doesn't like. Uh, some were, 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 were specializing in, in selling in our business kitchen systems. Others were specializing in cooking. Otherwise, were, others were specializing in the incredible ability to teach. And I took notes. I took notes, understanding, first step, what are they phenomenal at? That's the first step. So remember, if you're in a multi-level marketing business like me, that's your first step. What do they bring to the table? What qualities do they bring to the table? Okay. Now, it's sad that those that were in charge before me, okay, were more interested in talking. And today I look in, at my own business, um, Lady Emma organization, and I see that a lot of my directors are are still at the level where they want to show how smart they are versus um, allowing their team to show how much they can bring to the table. So when I look at people like Annie Marchand uh, right now, who's number one in team sales, when I look at people like Stéphanie Talbot, uh, Marie-Pierre, what I see is leaders that don't speak a lot and allow their team to 
carry the glory, not our ability to let our team carry, carry the glory is the most, um, the most wonderful example, the most wonderful trait, character trait of a leader. L allow your team to carry the glory. So know that no one speaks up. We need to ask questions and the right questions. People don't speak up, especially Canadians. Canadians, we, you know, we're the type of people that if you step on a Canadian's foot, he's going to say, oh, I'm sorry, my foot was under your foot. You know, these are Canadians, you know, like we're, we're so, so excessively polite. Okay. So if you're not going to ask the questions, Canadians, I don't care which background you come from, which origins you come from, we don't talk. It's the, it's the way we're raised as Canadians. We're not... Uh, loud. We're not, well, I was going to use another word. And now I said, Maria, don't say that one. Okay. Uh, to turn this business around, you need to turn anything around, a family around, you need to ask the right question. Okay. Um, so number one, ask the right questions. I just want to make sure I'm following my note. Number two. Okay. Then you're going to proceed to what I call an interview. Number two, once you've asked the right question, seek first to un understand, then you can do number two, a very specific inter on, on interview on how they can build. I use the same technique. You hear my dog, eh? You hear my dog. Look at this. Benji, I'm on a podcast. We play after. Okay, sorry, guys. I got Benji in the house. Yeah, it used to be Wednesday Benji, but now it's like he he's adapted me here. Actually, Nadia is jealous because sometimes he runs more to me than her. Nadia is my daughter. It's her dog. Okay. So coming back to the podcast, okay? So what does the interview allow me to do with Mohammed, my children, my business? The interview now allows me to present a problem, okay, and ask the people that have the power to help me turn it around, give their input, and own the turnaround, Okay own the turnaround. This is what it allows me to do. But we need, once again, to write, ask the right questions. And don't worry. We have Marie-Pierre that's coming in the house that's going to speak about this, okay? So remember, 20% of our people or in my home, 20% of my children, Hamid, I love Hamid, right? Okay. Uh, generate 80% of the results. You'll learn what they feel, You'll learn how they feel we're wasting time. You'll learn how to increase in my in my field, let's say sales, recruiting leaders. Now we are aligned. We align our goals with theirs. And this year, for those that are on the live, look behind me. It is a $280 million goal we have. And Marie-Pierre, quite honestly, when we've seen the results of the first two weeks, we are absolutely blown away. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So questions uh, to keep morale high, uh, questions to have the willingness to perform and ask questions so we can push their limits. So Marie-Pierre, please, a lot of people are going to be taking notes right now. And if you don't have time to take notes because you're in the car or somewhere else, don't worry. She'll be putting the document on Groupe Inspirationnel inspirational group. We have to change the title bilingual, right? The Millionaires of the Diamonds. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. It's bilingual. It's Groupe Inspirationnel Les Millionaires des Diamonds. Inspirational group. It's <laughs> 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 long, long, long. <laughs> but we have everything. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, uh, it's really something we want to ask questions, but if you were telling me yesterday, ask questions to be a better leader and to not give order i will i will never know uh, which question 
I should ask. So I have a few examples for leadership and I have a few examples with your kids and a few examples with your partner. So I will cover that with you this morning. So first for your leadership. So the kind of question you can use. So the first question can be what's going well for you and your team now? Do you have any wins, big or small? Because maybe you will be able to highlight the small but critical thing that might get overlooked. And it's really something great. And it's a great place to start because it sets a positive tone. And it's a great way to celebrate their wins and accomplishments for the first question. After that, the second question, what barrier, barriers are getting in the way of your success? Where are you stuck? So the first step in overcoming challenges is identifying the barrier that are getting in the way. And it's also important to normalize that everyone feels stuck occasionally and it, it can remind you that everyone can achieve something after that. And it will give you the time to brainstorm a solution together. Number three, it's what can I do to help you be more successful? Because yes, you want them to be successful, but what can you do to help them? So how can you support uh, their success by giving them permission to ask for the things that they will move the needle forward? So give them the time to say what they need to be more successful. Number four, how are you feeling at work lately? How's the moral, moral uh, around you? So asking this question in an authentic way will increase drive and satisfaction at, uh, at their job because it makes your, your leaders uh, in your team feel validated and heard. So yes, asking this question can also enhance self-awareness and promote better communication in the team. Number five, on a scale of one to 10, how satisfied are you? and why. So when your team is happy, they not only come up with better solution, but their satisfaction also help to build a culture of a high performance uh, in your team. So yes, give them the time to say on a scale of one to 10, how, how satisfied are they and why. Number six, what is the best thing that happened to you this week? Maybe it will be at work, maybe it will be outside of work, but what's the best thing that happened to you this week? So they will feel that uh, you know them and, and understand their personal goal. It will help uh, foster the team co cohesion and retention in your team. So use this question as an opportunity to build meaningful connection and discover <laughs> common ground. <laughs> when Benji is there. <laughs> it's always funny. Okay. <laughs> if you are not on the live, if you are with us on Podbean, you have to go see on the live just to see Maria with her dog. <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, if you had the chance, what's one thing you would do to improve their product or service uh, that yeah, you are working in the company? So the best source of innovation is often found by people who already work 
in the company. Number eight is what were some great contributions made by other team members recently? By the way, I hear oh, your dog you know. too, eh? Yes, I know. <laughs> She, she's laughing at my dog, okay? But I hear her dog because I know her dog is saying, oh, Benji's in the house. I want to marry Benji. Okay, sorry, guys. What were some great contributions made by other team members? Because it will uh, create um, open, uh, open-minded people, and importantly, it will stay that each uh, everybody in the company work positively and together because they want to say, "Ah, oh, this person did something great. This person did something great," and not say, "Who didn't do what they have to do." They just focus on what they did great in uh, recently. And the last uh, question for leadership is what can I do to be a better leader? So yes, for, uh, if you want to build your leadership, uh, you have to be uh, accepting constructive criticism. Then, so ask this question. Yes, it might be difficult at first, but it will get easier and you can work on the skill to be a better leader. Now, if you want to ask questions for your children, so I have seven simple questions to just make sure that you know, and after that, it's really something that will help you to not give order, but just work together for for your family to be really close. So the first question is, what can I do to be a better parent? <laughs> so you will see the perspective of your children, of you as a parent. <laughs> so I, ask I that, see, uh, uh, Marie-Pierre, I see Yasmin saying, leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry, guys, it was too easy. <laughs> That's one question uh, for uh, your partner. How much time, how long do you need? <laughs> You can ask that for your children too. <laughs> so the next question is, what do you like and dislike about being in our family? So you will see uh, everything. And if it's something, a moment that is maybe hard in your family, they will just see that, yes, you have to find something that you like in the family too, and not just something that uh, you dislike in your family. Number three, it's what are the biggest challenges you're facing? Because maybe uh, as a parent, we focus on the academic performance, but you want to know what your children are really facing uh, in their life. Number four, how can we make our family more fun? So I know, John, your, your children are older, so maybe they say, oh, Teenager or both of they don't really say that their family is fun. So if you ask them and they say, oh, maybe if we do that together, it will be more fun. So ask them, how can we make our family more fun? Number five is what things are you excited about? And now is the time to say nothing. Just listen. <laughs> In, in, my, in, my, in our world, we say, bite your tongue. Like, keep your teeth, keep your tongue between your teeth. Mm. Let them talk. Oh, I love it, Marie-Pierre. 
because if your maybe your son is really excited by a video game, maybe you will have the tendency to say, "Oh, you should um, maybe focus more on your school and not game, but just listen. <laughs> It's not the time to um, lecture them, but just listen to them. Number six is, is there anything I can help you with? And don't be offended if the answer is nothing. Because maybe it's not just the right time that they are ready to talk. So just listen if they want to talk. And number seven, do you feel as if I understand you? How many times we heard teenager, oh, nobody understand me. <laughs> so ask them, do you feel uh, as if I understand you? So now you, they will see that you really want to understand them. So they will be more um, open to say what they want. So that's some question that you can use with your children. And I have six questions for you to ask with your partner. So the first question, how can I help you today? So maybe you will be surprised. So just ask, how can I help you today? Number two, what makes you feel most love? Because we always show love um, like we want, the way we show love so often ends up being the way that we like to receive it. So ask them because maybe it's not the same way that you like to receive it. Number three, what can I do to validate you as my partner and make you feel good about yourself? Maybe you don't know. So just ask them. Number four, how much alone time do you need? <laughs> Maria said, maybe it will be with your children. You don't know. Maybe for you, you want to be every time, every second with your partner, but maybe your partner needs some alone time. So <laughs> ask, ask him so you will uh, be more at the same level. Number five, are you willing to renegotiate things that we that have worked for us in the past but no longer works for me? If the answer is no, not now, perfect. It's not the time to negotiate. <laughs> so ask them and not just assume the, um, the answer. And the last question is, is there anything you need from me that you're not getting? Or maybe is there an area in your life where you feel unseen or unappreciated and you need to need to know about? So that's the kind of question. So after that, you will not say do that or do that, but you will learn more about the person and be able to work together. Marie-Claire, I love, 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 and I'm so happy that I have those documents printed. Honestly, uh, I can only see my friends on, on the Zoom call with me. How many of you, just raise your hand, like you're saying, oh my God, I need those sheets, okay? To be able to ask the right, oh, Marie-Claire, good job, like awesome. You know, asking questions not only makes an makes what we want to accomplish more appealing, but it reduces resentment. It reduces stress. It reduces the, um, uh, I call it the attitude of, no, I'm not doing it, even if, even not, even before they even heard the proposition. This is where it happens. So be constantly on the go, 
asking questions and paying close attention to the answers they are giving us. So these are great questions. Now pay attention to the, to the answers. I always say to my, to my leaders, when you're listening to people, are you listening? Catch yourself. Are you listening to me? And as you're listening to me, your mind is thinking of how you're going to respond to me instead of just silencing your mind and hearing really what I'm trying to say. I know as a leader, I find myself often in, in the position where I, I'm, I'm trying to mentor or coach, but the other person on the other end is already preparing her remarks or his remarks or what they want to tell me. So you're, you're never listening, listening. So I can't correct you, but I can correct me as a leader. So once I've asked a question, I need to be a phenomenal listener. So I listened with no distraction and not even thinking of my next question in my interview or in the questions you just wrote down. Okay. The last thing you be, be very careful of the mom effect. So Marie-Pierre asked me yesterday, what's the mom effect when they don't talk? When our children don't talk, don't express themselves, when our spouses don't express themselves, when our organization does not express itself, it's even more dangerous. That means there's something, I'm going to use the, ex, the, ex, the ex, uh, expression, there's something rotting inside. You don't know it and you can't smell it. But And by the time you figure it out, it's too late. You know, one of my friends says, Maria, I don't understand. He told me he was leaving the day after Christmas. I never saw it coming. Well, I didn't answer her back then, but I can tell you, didn't she notice the mum effect? It must have been at least six months, maybe a year that there was the mum effect between her and her spouse. You know, my son, dot, 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 you know, did this. Okay. Didn't you see the mum effect? Huh? So remember, when, what's the most important here is be aware of the mom effect. People don't like to be ordered. The last thing I want to share with you, people don't like to be ordered. They want to be included in solution, in the solution. So as a family, as a spouse, as an entrepreneur, this is what it's about. The wonderful thing about asking questions is, is that it can be effectively done Everywhere, everywhere we go and any type of group, how to handle a difficult client, any questions that, that can be asked. So what I love to do with Marie-Pierre, we have a messenger group. You can empower people by asking questions in a messenger group and they answer themselves. As a family, we have a mes messenger group. We call it the Fam Jam. The family jam. Okay, the fam jam. What's awesome about my family group, Hamid, Nadia, Yasmin, Mohammed, and me, is that when they ask questions, they ask it in the fam jam and, and sometimes by themselves. You know, with the the COVID here, we're we are in a lockdown. And I remember Yasmin on day one, she gets a thousand five hundred dollar ticket. And everybody in the fam jam was telling her. So when she came home, she wasn't angry at me. She was angry at herself because the fam jam took care of that. So questions create conversation and lead to a better place for all involved. Everyone knows they are part of the outcome. Don't you want to be part of the outcome, guys? You know, I, I know I do. I do. 
want to be part of the outcome. Wouldn't you rather be asked, ask yourself the question, wouldn't you rather be asked a question than to be given an order? I'd rather be asked a question, right? And this is what I want you to take away today. Join us tomorrow. I'm so excited for tomorrow's segment, which is, of course, a follow-up of today. And remember, if you haven't joined our group, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, please go join the inspirational group on Facebook, the conference on March 6th. Remember, once you registered and you're bilingual, you can listen to both of them, 8.30 to 12.30 in French, 1.30 to 5.30 in English. Podbeam, you guys, if you haven't shared, please share and always write a little note why you think your friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues should be listening to the podcast. In the meantime, we thank you. We love you, and we'll see each other, God willing, tomorrow morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. Bye, guys. Bye, Joan. Love you. I know Lisa's continuing.